Hello everybody, um, Brian here at quantlabs.net. Today is Friday, uh, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the 21st of January. Okay, let's get to um, what I've been working on for the last few days. Number one, uh, let me just transition here. Yes, no, there we go. Okay, so in here, what I want to show you uh, specifically was this article I posted a few days ago. Um, Portfolio optimization with quant analysis using Python. Now, this is at quant-labs.net. Okay, so I put uh, up a video of the tutorial from this person. Uh, you can get all their uh, source code right here from this Python notebook. Uh, I work off the command line, so I've done my own little modification, you know, working for my own little environment. Uh, I know this is probably the preferred way, but for right now, this is how I do it. So let me just show you my source code. Uh, I'm using Sublime, and uh, this is what I've figured out so far. So if you uh, have followed me for a while, and with the markets kind of dipping, um, interesting things I can show you here. So out of this, with the market being um, the way it is, in my case, let me just show you here, everything's just all red on Friday today. Um, so it's been like that for quite a, a lot of time this month, uh, just negative, negative, negative. So I, what I've done is I've run my usual OANDA analysis with MotoWave. I've come away with some what would make sense as defensive ETFs in some Forex, okay? Now, number one, when it comes to data with interactive brokers, they're really, really strict. So if you're starting with like nothing, literally, you wanna get market data with um, interactive brokers, you have to f uh, fund the account with 500 US, minimum. Then you get um, some uh, subscription data, let's say US-based uh, for stock, 50, I think it's 15 or $10 a month, which is not really much. Um, but with this article I just showed you, uh, you can get the data for free for from uh, Yahoo Finance. And again, it really depends upon your trading style, how aggressive you're trading. You will not be able to do what I'm planning to do. Uh, just going to do a series of requests to Yahoo Finance if I to go this path using Yahoo Finance data maybe twice a day and it's not very many assets here it's only 13 so it's well within the limit of what uh, how many requests you can put out to Yahoo for free um, and you do it I don't know once or twice a day like once every 24 hours 12 hours depending upon how you want to recalibrate and uh, that's something you really got to work within uh, because uh, Yahoo's not that generous <clears throat> when it comes to their financial data. But for what I'm doing, it's well within the limit. So here's the uh, one assets I've, I've included. Um, as I said, these are ETFs. You could choose your own. These are low-priced ETFs. Um, and again, it's the same commission right across the board on interactive brokers when you trade. So here we have COPEX SGG, which is um, uh, gold. Uh, then we have gold, the ETF that's from Yahoo. 
We have wheat, soybean, uh, FTAL. I have a spreadsheet here um, that will tell me. Just give me a second here. Uh, actually, what I could do is I could just go through here. So FTAL, uh, let me just show you here, just so you know what these are. Um, some of these, I said, are ETFs. So there you got Europe, uh, Spider, $71. Uh, so that's for Europe. FHCK is a Fidelity China. DAX is German. And then we have oil. As I said, we've got four currency pairs as well to sort of help out um, diversify outside of the ETFs. So we have Japanese yen in USD, Sweden and Denmark against the USD, and then we have the pound against New, New Zealand uh, as well. So this changes every time you put a request, of course, and you do that. But this is fairly uh, decent looking as a defense portfolio with what's happening with the US markets because some of the international is doing pretty good actually um, so that's what I'm looking at so here um, a lot of the uh, code that I that I took from that notebook is exactly the same I've modified it a little bit so I've broken it up with a press of keys so you can see the different um, different breakdown uh, and um, so essentially, we can, um, with all the portfolio optimization frameworks I've seen, you really gotta get your returns calculated, your covariance matrix calculated. Uh, here we can figure out what our uh, port portfolio variance would be, volatility would be, our simple expected um, annual return as well. And uh, a couple things that you need to really figure out here is the timing and when this starts. So here I'm only doing four months. You could do a year um, and so on. Um, again, this is all relative. It's all um, really objective and arbitrary on how you calculate all these parameters. So I'm no expert here, but I might try to give you some tips so as I said, it will go through um, the uh, portfolios supposedly. Um, here I'm going to show you the uh, comment this um, plot. So I'll show you the returns or the, uh, the stock performance. So I'm going to show you that. Um, so continuing along. What we have here is we now are using that uh, package I mentioned, Pi Portfolio OPT Optimize. And uh, what it will do is it will calculate the um, uh, portfolio performance. Um, and then this didn't work. And some code will work, some doesn't, depending upon the data that you send it. Uh, you get expected returns. Uh, sample covariance. I'll let the tutorial go into further detail. It's quite good actually. Uh, port, uh, portfolio performance and, and it also uses a clean weighting as well. So uh, that's what you use to help determine um, your asset allocation when it comes to picking out if you have, I don't know, $500 to play with, how much you want to put into gold, how much you want to put into oil based upon the analysis here. 
gives also what your expected return will be. And remember, this is not 100% forecasting. If you read the documents of the Pi Portfolio Optimize, it clearly indicates that depending upon what kind of solvers you use, your length of time. So it, as I said, it's very, very, very arbitrary. And it, it tries, the document tries to, or user guide tries to hint at what you can to prevent any wild uh, sharp ratios that might be given or any expected uh, returns because it's kind of like can be off. <laughs> so um, yeah, all the code from this point on is pretty well the same. As I said, some of it may work, some of it may not, but let me just show you this run. And I might do another run as an experiment. So right now, I fed it, um, uh, let's see here. So it's starting from uh, a year ago, January 1st, uh, 2021, that's key, okay? So it's got a year, about a, just over a year of data, okay? So let me just run this as is um, so it takes a bit of time to download the data uh, here it's calculating the, the weights um, and then off it goes it uses today's date and determines uh, how much to download based upon that um, from what I specified as I said since January 1st so here's our um, our uh, covariance uh, matrix. You can see here we got some not a numbers, so we have to be very careful on that. Uh, that's that can throw you off. Here we've got our oh that's the covariance annual uh, co co covariance matrix on an annual basis. This right here. Um, as I said, I'm no expert in it, but I'm just trying to show you how it can kind of work. So we have here uh, the portfolio variance, uh, then the volatility, and then obviously you want to keep that as low as possible. The variance, it's very flat when you look at it. Um, here's our expected annual return. I believe that's 25%, maybe a quarter percent, I'm not sure. Um, so here it's running now the first portfolio analysis return. So it's, it, this is expected. So the annual variance might be three. Uh, the volatility be lower. Um, and then here, this is the key part here, I believe. This is, um, the what I would do is, when you see the negative returns here on the negative weightings among the entire 13 assets here, what you could do is you could rerun uh, this and only keep the positive ones in, in in your next run. So it, for instance, if you know you got COPEX positive, SGG, SGG positive, gold is positive, wheat's positive, but soybeans negative, take it out on your next run and just keep all the positive ones and that should help boost your portfolio. But you can see here the annual return of $124 up percent, uh, annual sharp ratio uh, 2.9. It's, pr it's pretty pretty wild, as you can imagine. Um, and you can do the same thing here on the uh, portfolio performance again. 
um, and just just take out all the all the negative ones that generate a negative weighting or result and then um, I believe there's a chart that comes up maybe see and then another problem is you gotta you, you'll get warnings again on uh, these solvers so you gotta watch out for that so here this is really hard to interpret this chart uh, what I'm thinking is that you might want to only focus only on those assets or instruments that give you the highest expected return um, and then just drop the ones that will give you a negative return that's probably the easiest way to get around that on your mix of um, instruments when you analyze this that's what I'm thinking and then again it will give you the uh, annual volatility which is quite high actually uh, the expected return here of 177% which we know is not true sharp ratio but again uh, the best thing to do is just to take out those negative instruments so and here we have our efficient frontier with random portfolios that's the um, chart the maximum one um, again I go through the tutorial uh, as I hinted at um, in the uh, notebook uh, that might be very helpful for you but all in all I think it's not the smartest process but considering it can be useful to know on, on a future basis which of these instruments may uh, estimate to be negative returns down the line I'm um, not sure how far down it estimates but but as I said this is just a starting point um, there's a lot of optimizing and, and this is where you have to do a lot of back testing uh, as well classic back testing um, and uh, we'll leave it at that um, let me just see here I'm just trying to see the annual returns of these ETFs hopefully the plot will show it um, but um, it's an interesting exercise uh, but uh, you can probably do fairly well by choosing the right um, instruments for a portfolio um, and leave it at that so you can see here gold is doing well the Japanese yen's done okay but there's very little um, returns with the ETFs so you know you might want to focus on the top three uh, top five um, as well to give you the best returns over a yearly basis or there's just so many ways to really uh, approach this so um, yeah so and, and if you're really concerned about it you can just use uh, MotorWave as well uh, with the same kind of concepts but as it stands right now this is the best form of attack I can give um, but as I said uh, when you get these these uh, returns here um, expected yeah just 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 remove the negative and rerun it and hopefully I'll improve and you get a better uh, basket of uh, hopefully positive um, positive uh, returns we'll leave it at that uh, let me know what you think in the comments so I'll be interested to know how other people might uh, attack it 
but all this is the same source code as a set that's found in that tutorial um, and uh, I'm just using the Yahoo data and uh, we'll see what happens let me know what you think thanks for watching